Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and we're in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we uh, we ain't in our usual film and space. Maybe nope. you can feel the difference. Ooh, such acoustics. Yeah. So I'm at a I'm at a writers conference, and we could not find any other time to record this week. Nope. So Aaron drove over to the hotel, and, and now we're in his and room. And now we're in my hotel room. My fan. It's, it's very fancy. It's a nice hotel room. I got an upgrade. Like, yeah. I came in and I'm like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to check in. They're like, would you like a complimentary upgrade? I'm like, yeah. yes. <laughs> like guys, the floors in his bathroom heat up. Yeah, there's a heated floor to the bathroom. I don't know when I'll use them because they take half an hour to do it. And it's summer. And it's summer, but, but cool. And if it was winter, I'd just leave them on all the time. <laughs> just lie on it. Just consistently. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, we're Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> gets real cold in the winter. Was, yeah, real cold. Was, it's 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 like a super like business person's room because yes. so it's got like the couch and it's got the, the, the chair and it, and I'm currently sitting at a desk, like a very intense work desk. Yeah, it's got like six plugs along the back and you can it's, like plug USBs into it. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's quite the area. I'm I'm having a good weekend. Kevin's very happy. Yeah, it, it's, it's, un, it's unexpected and enjoyable. I, however, it's a Saturday, which is not a work day, and I worked from 7.30 a.m. until 2.30 p.m. today, so I'm just crazy. And to be fair, and that's your choice. I felt pressure and guilt. Yes, yes, you, you allowed your emotions to cloud your weekend. And you know what else happens in the OC? People also allow their emotions to cloud their weekend. And by weekend, I mean New Year's. You want to you wanna go with that as our, uh, as our, as our follow-through? <laughs> That's a really clumsy That's a segue. segue. That's a segue. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. I mean... All right. All right, well, welcome, welcome to episode 14, The Countdown. The Countdown. So, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan and Marissa just got back from seeing Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. And Ryan liked it. And Marissa doesn't think Russell Crowe is hot? No, I think she does like Russell. It's weird. It's a weird conversation. Do you remember Master and Commander, I The do. Far Side of the World? I do. That was a movie that came out, and because its title is so dumb... Uh, People overlooked it? Yeah. And I didn't watch it because his title is <laughs> so dumb. But essentially, it's Russell Crowe on a boat. I mean, Russell Crowe is typically very good. Yeah. Is he Gladiator? Russell Crowe? No, he's Gladiator, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is he Javert? Yes. Also is Javert. he good Javert? His acting's really good. Yeah. He, um... I feel like his jacket's a little bit too tight on him. Yes. He, he, do, he doesn't move his hands when he walks. Ever. He just sort of is like a puppet man and but sings. You know who else is sort of like a puppet man except that his strings are justice? Ryan. Good. Man, it's going to be a segue episode, huh, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Uh, the, 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 mostly the scene, they reference Master and Commander without ever mentioning it. They uh, and then they talk about how there's going to be a New Year's party, and I'm like, okay, cool, another party. It's, you know what? This show is giving us a really good sense of timelines, so I appreciate that. Yeah, it was just Chrismica, 
Now it's New Year's. Makes sense. Marissa is a super downer, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so like, R- Ryan's just trying to be, like, positive in the fact that, like, they had a pretty rough time about yeah. five days ago. But he's like, hey, we found each other. We're going to be yeah. okay. And Marissa's like, no, man, everything sucks. My Over year the, was terrible. The past year, my parents got divorced. I overdosed in Mexico. You slammed a car door in front of me a whole bunch. <laughs> I shoplifted. And Ryan's like... But, like, things are getting fixed. Yeah, like, things are We've, getting better. We're, we're we found dat- each other. We're dating now. So it's good. I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> when, when he brings up the night, she's like, I don't remember. He's like, oh, no, I'm just joking. I'm like, oh, cool joke on your Brock Bottom. Yeah, your boyfriend really likes that joke because he doesn't have issues with alcoholics at all. Yeah, this entire episode is where I mean, like, Marissa, could you just chill? Like, because like Marissa's like, like, yeah, we're going for a party, and Ryan's kind of like, you know what? Like after Christmas, why don't we just not hang out? Party. Why don't we just hang out the two of us? Why don't the two of us just have a good night? And that seems like a really good plan for approximately thirty-seven seconds. <laughs> for approximately the amount of time it takes for her to see Bolivar. <laughs> Freaking Bolivar! Freaking Bolivar Trask! <laughs> He's the worst. And we will get to that because, but this scene ends with. <laughs> what I think everyone knew was coming. Was going to come. Because it has to happen. Yep. She says, I love you. And Ryan has a full-blown panic attack. And then says, thank you. <laughs> and I have to, is this the original thank you? Because I know this has been on other TV shows, that thank you is the response to I love you. Maybe. I know there's, I know, which is Star Wars. Mm, yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know the thank you one as much. It's funny. It is funny. <laughs> Poor Ryan. But, like, why would he say I love you? When he loves people, they leave him in the middle of the night. Yeah, Ryan has a lot of, like, connection issues that Mm -hmm. Marissa is insensitive to. Very insensitive. Yeah. And sometimes you have to know when you say I love you, the other person may not say it back. And it doesn't mean they don't think it or feel it. But maybe they have abandonment issues from everyone in their life exactly the last person they loved was trey and trey used them to steal a car yes yes and then (sighs) ryan gets to his pool house and this is insane so woman is there yeah woman's there he's standing by the door chastising himself saying i love you i love you see i can say i love you and (laughs) then pantsless woman comes in and is like I don't even remember her quip is because it's not good. Does she? No, no. She's, she's just mean to him. Yeah. And she's like, get out of my pool house. And he's, he's like, like, this is this is my. Like, this is, I, I live here. This is my home. It's my home. Is it? Like, oh, this is your clothes. And like, yeah, don't steal my clothes. <laughs> Why would you do this? <laughs> I don't have that much. Doesn't he guess that this is Kirsten's sister? Yeah, he figures it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then she tells him to sleep on the couch right, in the living room. That is astounding when he's just like. <laughs> Oh, you must be oh. <laughs> or maybe, this overwhelming, demanding woman. Or, clearly, Kirsten's sister. Or maybe it was a hope. He was like, "Oh, I, I really I, hope this is." What's I happening. really hope this is Kirsten's sister. And you know, it's a random person. Also, it feels like she flirts with him just a little bit. A little bit. I mean, she's not related to him. <laughs> I, Karen, at that moment, you pretty much just have to hope she, she doesn't. She didn't think that he's sad. <laughs> She has no – do you think she has indication that Ryan's there? She no, she has no idea that yeah. he's there. Yeah, so, so random guy walks into the pool house. <laughs> she knows. I here. She has to assume that Seth is going to look like Sandy, though. <laughs> right? It's uh, like It's like the Game of Thrones. The seed is strong. 
Robert Barathon cannot have blonde children. He can only have dark-haired, swarthy children. Yeah. yeah Same totally. thing with Sandy Cohen. The seed is strong. Uh, we, yeah. we we learn the next morning that... No one knows she's there. Yeah, no, no one, no one, yeah. It's, yeah. She, she completely just, like, invaded their pool house. Yep. Which is Ryan's home. <laughs> she kicked him out of his she home. She kicked him out of his home, and he was always like, I don't, oh God, I'm, I whatever. can't. I can't deal with this. So Seth is a very, very <laughs> Ryan, Hang on. Ryan is so, like, put upon this episode. I know. Ryan is having the Ryan... For all the times where he's like, he's like, no, I'm having a bad time with his homecoming and this. He's having the worst like, night ever the with New Year's. The worst New Year's ever. But he's not so, like, dour about it. No, he's pretty positive. He's, pre- he's like, harnessed his OC powers. And he's like, no, we're going to push through. I'm going to be successful. Uh, uh, so Seth is really excited that his cool Aunt Haley is there. Yeah. And we learn that Sandy is a three-letter word for hilarious. Dad. Because Sandy is full of the quips this episode. Like, he... It's like he's done speed. He is so on. (laughs) Well, he's been riding high because he essentially had a whole bunch of episodes where he's just been the king. That's true. He just keeps winning. Yeah. (laughs) I can't be stopped. (laughs) I beat Caleb. There's nothing Haley can do. Uh, I'm going to... Pretty much the crux of... Let's have a talk with Seth and Haley and Ryan. And the, the, the crux I get of this is that Seth is lonely... Yep. Haley is super intrusive in people's lives. And also hates pants. And also hates pants. And Ryan is sleepy. I thought... Yes, I agree. I thought in this scene that Seth would, would call Ryan his brother. And it didn't... I, I'm sure it'll come eventually because Haley was like, who's this guy? And he's like, oh, he's Ryan. He's Hey, who's this kid I tried to sleep with last night? <laughs> oh, he's still in your house. What's going on? <laughs> You didn't leave like most other people I sleep with do. Um, Oh, hang on. We missed something very important, Aaron. What? They have a guest bedroom. Yeah. And that's not where Ryan lives. No. I I think they're trying to respect him. They're like, you're a full-grown adult who's in high school because you're 16. (laughs) You need your own space. We're not trying to Your name is Benjamin McKenzie and you're an adult. (laughs) We're giving you your, your own space. We're not trying to be your parents. But also... Actually, they're very bad at being his parents. Yeah, Other than Seth, or sorry, Sandy, like, giving him advice once an episode, they're not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. Um, so we do have a conversation where Haley tells Seth what's up and Ry- why Ryan and Marissa might not spend New Year's together. Yeah. Yeah. And the OC continues to knock it out of the park by uh, talking about things in an appropriate amount of time. <laughs> and people try to offer advice, as you would in real life. And yeah. it's still interesting. Uh, but we move from, you know, that pretty much good scene to... The worst. So, Boulevard Trask, apparently his entire business is to sit in the waiting room of a therapist, reading books with a <laughs> jaunty scarf, and, and waiting criticizing for people coming out of their therapy sessions. Yes! Why is he there? A, why is the therapist open on New Year's Eve? Well, he does say, thank God he was. And B, really... Does Oliver even go there? Does Bolivar even go to this school? <laughs> no. He doesn't even go here. But, now, Bolivar, as we all know his name is. Now, Bolivar undoes an entire therapy session in about one second. Like, yep. you can see it happening. Because Marissa is feeling good. And Paul Bolivar just tears he, it down. He, he's like, yeah, did you and your, your therapist make resolutions that you'll never keep? <laughs> I'm like, you're the... W- you're- Who says that to someone who 
who just left therapy where she probably did make resolutions like don't drink alcohol. <laughs> like what? You're you are you are comically evil. And so basically he gaslights Marissa into coming to his New Year's party He's by like, convincing her that Mar- that Ryan doesn't anything yeah i mean he's good at manipulating her he also yep. has this thing where he's like yeah you should come to my party he gives her the address she's like four seasons and he's like yeah if you come by i'll explain it and i'm like ooh. and he never explains it <laughs> also other things happen also that's creepy yep and then <laughs> wait this is a warehouse yeah if you come by the warehouse i'll, I'll explain, explain the whole it. thing and then uh she also is like oh maybe i'll bring my boyfriend he's like yes I, too, have a significant other. She, too, will be there. I'm like... No, you don't. No, you don't. You definitely don't, smarmy scarf He's 100% guy. 100% lying. 100% untrue. Yeah. He's just trying to, I guess, sleep with Marissa in the worst way? I don't know. He... Sleep with her and destroy her self-esteem? Well, he, well, I mean, yeah. Well, he's trying to destroy her self-esteem so he can sleep with her. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's not great. I bet he goes into his session and the therapist's like, so how's your narcissistic tendencies going? Dealing with them because I'm the best. <laughs> Look, I don't need all, need all of your, uh, your, your, your thoughts trying to keep me down. It's like, Oliver, I'm a therapist and I'm trying to help you. My job is to help you manage these thoughts you have. <laughs> Do you want me to make some sort of like resolutions I won't keep? <laughs> no, I like to make resolutions that you will keep. Please, Bolivar, please. I just want to punch Bolivar in his dumb party and his dumb face. Right in his dumb throat. Uh, <laughs> right between that scarf. <laughs> yeah, like how it was like, oh, yeah, it's winter, so he wears a scarf. Yeah, that's how you know. You know it's winter because Marissa's wearing a sweater and tall boots. Mm-hmm, but still no pants. Very short skirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kiki and Haley have a bit of a conversation. Uh, Kiki has a really great line where Haley calls her Kiki and she says, please don't. Only dad calls me that because he won't not. <laughs> and Haley is creeped out by adults having connection. Like, yeah, like the 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 interaction between Kirsten and Sandy that scene is wonderful. It's like, so sweet. I just, and, and Haley's like, she she's Bolivar Traskin all over this. <laughs> Ew, you're so married look how close you are to your significant other how where's your mystery where's your spice i mean i uh i adopted a child who was abandoned by his family but you're right i'm boring oh i like (laughs) staged a revolution against dad but yeah boring (laughs) yeah you know i'm boring got nothing going on (laughs) i have a sexy lawyer husband who surfs every morning but (laughs) who wants that yeah you know i'm boring and she they slaps Haley. An awesome moment where Sandy keeps coming in, like trying to find his things. That's what I mean. And Curtis just I'm knows so where it is good. and what he's looking for. He doesn't even have to ask. She's just like, "Yeah, sunglasses over there." Yeah, and uh, because Haley's there, Curtis sees that in a bad way. She's like, "Oh my god, I know everything he wants all the time," which is so. Which so I'm like, good. I think I like that. <laughs> Kirsten and Sa- Sandy have like a very spicy, fun, sexy relationship. <laughs> Yes, they're they are much like uh, Tostinos in that way. No, wait, what are the chips? <laughs> Tostinos. Tostinos. Not tuxedos. I didn't say tuxedos either. What did you say? Tostinos. Oh, that's like uh. It's also Totinos. Totinos pizza rolls. A lot of things use that structure of. Hey, Totinos. No, We're in no, Canada. They, they, I don't. They do not sell in Canada. They do not sell in Canada. I mean, we could get some. I just want to try them. I just want to try them. 
All right. Uh... So then we learn that Marissa doesn't know what a joke is. Because she tries to, like, echo something that she said to Bolivar that he thought was, like, vaguely funny. Yeah. Just... And when Ryan doesn't laugh, she's like, oh, I guess it's an inside joke. It's an joke. inside joke between me and Bolivar. <laughs> so do you say Oliver or Bolivar? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying his name. He's my friend. So the crux of this is that she's very mean. Yeah. She does not want to have a cool, relaxed movie-watching night with her boyfriend. Now she wants to go to Bolivar's party. Yeah. I want to go to a party instead. He's like, the last party you went to, you had a mental breakdown and hit rock bottom. Yeah. He's like, we already talked about no parties. I almost got arrested. So, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> I would rather just spend it relaxing with you. And then she's like, I'm going. And he's like, uh, well, I'm going to... Stay here and watch movies, like I said. And then he's like, is this because I couldn't... <laughs> and then he, like, then, like, a snake crawls up his body. Because, like, it hurts him. Yeah, he can't say I love you. And she is not... He is so understanding of all of her issues, which yeah. lead to her almost death. And many people's almost death. But he, she is not understanding that he has been abandoned by anyone he has ever loved. Yeah, I mean, like, she, like, OD'd and has, you know, a, a lot of, like... Like issues with like her parents mm. and some self esteem stuff. He had to carry her out of an alleyway in Mexico. Yeah. but you know he has a little bit of an emotional distance, so that's uh, that's untenable. He's, he's a bad guy. <laughs> can't, Unacceptable. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Mm. So Aaron, yes, Kevin. They're 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 playing video. Aaron, <laughs> they're playing Dinosaur Warriors again, and it's still two people playing on one screen. And they had the split screen, Aaron. They did it for one episode. What happened? I may have left the room while they were playing the video game, so I didn't see it. But I had a feeling it was incorrect. They they did it right. <laughs> they one had the time. split screen. <laughs> That's what makes it worse. If they had just kept going on with the like, you know, yeah, sure, whatever, that's the thing. I would have, I would have given it up by now. But they, they went back. They went back. I, we just, we need to track the directors again. I think that's the key, yeah. and I'm not putting in that legwork. Yeah, no no, 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 no. So there's a lot of like really cute family conversations and video games, and Seth reveals to his parents what Ryan did, and Sandy thinks it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> And, and Kirsten <laughs> is not upset by it. No. no like, I, feel, I feel like they're both kind of like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you'll work you'll, that out. Yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah. I understand what you've been through. I've been here for the 14 episodes. Yeah. There's there's no advice I can give you, so let's just give you some gentle ribbing. <laughs> and as they leave to go to their party, Seth's like, love ya. And Sandy's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's real funny. And they like giggle as they walk away. So, oh boy, Aaron, Haley is up to something for sure. Haley is almost as good a manipulator as Bolivar. Yeah, because she's like, since she said, yeah, have fun at your party, and then is shocked when she sees that um, Ryan and uh, Seth are still there. Oh, we forgot to mention. Oh. So, Sandy and Kirsten were going out for dinner to right. the place that they go every year for New Year is very sweet, very yeah. thing. And Haley, like, tricks Kirsten into thinking she's old and lame so she and tells her to afterwards. go to this really yeah. cool party. Aaron. There are three parties this episode. I know. Like, there are so There's, many parties. We have a... If they had reached that dinner, there would have been four parties, Aaron. We have a, almost a parliament of parties. <laughs> There's a parliament. That wasn't a good word. <laughs> Forget I said that. Strike the record. Kevin, edit that out. <laughs> 
Nope. But yeah, so he's like, yeah, you guys, you should go to this party. And you Kirsten, need to dress up. And because Kirsten has been mind-freaked by Haley, and has been ball like, of her trash yeah, by Haley. We need to be bold and go to this party. Well, they're going to go to that party. So, great. Uh, now, fast forward to where we actually were. Yes. Haley is shocked the kids are there and tries to convince them to dress up and go out. Yeah. Because they need to win back their girls. Yeah, rather than playing... Okay. Um, Rather than playing a pirate game, I just, I just, I just have to take one moment here. It's not pirates or ninjas; it's Chinese armies. So that's racist. Are they like pirate ninjas? Nope. They are. I, there, there are Chinese pirates. Not in this game. Are there Chinese ninjas, or is that? I only think Japanese? ninjas in, is inherently Japanese. Hmm. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> Why can't they have just made up a game? How hard would it have been to animate like thirty seconds of I a like video game? My favorite thing is that was always Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> it's the one thing they bought. They only ever played Dynasty <laughs> Warriors six, maybe five. I can't remember what was out at that time, but it's just <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. Great. Uh, um. So she convinces them because they're dumb teenagers, and she's twenty. Six? No. She looks the same age as them. <laughs> well, yes, yes, she does. What what is Seth wearing at this point? Well, it's so it's like a dress shirt, but it's not quite like, and it's it's dotted. But oh, very, his purple dress shirt with the very, dots on it. Yeah, very. Yeah. Also, I think he's wearing like a he's wearing a tie that also has dots on it. Yes, the tie is the same fabric as the dress shirt. Which is just like randomly not randomly spread out. They are evenly spread out, but, but they're it's not like, it's not a pattern. It's like dot in the middle of the chest, dot on the shoulder, yeah. dot on the top of the shoulder. It's like I should be connecting them like and it's like a constella- maybe it's a constellation shirt <laughs> even though it's purple and not blue. Sometimes the night sky is purple. Sometimes okay, yeah, no, no, yeah. It's just sure fine, Aaron. It's a constellation shirt. It's calm down. I was making warf eyes at him. You guys can't see that. That's a good joke for an auditory medium. <sighs> so um, they take off to go rescue their girls. And shock! Shock of shock! Haley has invited a riot to the house. Yeah, these people enter the house and immediately just start, like, pushing things over. <laughs> like and, like, the... picking up decorations. Like, one of them walks in and just slaps a vase. Or a, 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 a lamp. A lamp. <laughs> And like, and, like, they're just spraying <laughs> champagne on the ground. Yeah, which, that's a waste of champagne, guys. And, like, the only the only possible indication I have is they had to have been doing this outside as well. <laughs> so they were just marching down the street, knocking things over and spraying champagne straight downwards. <laughs> like... Yeah, they're not spraying into the air and trying to catch in their mouths. Yeah. There's no escalation. <laughs> it's, 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 like, zero... It's not even zero. zero. It's like <laughs> sixty to sixty. They walk in at sixty. It's, it's well, it's like zero to a million. Yes, the house is on fire already. <laughs> and Ryan and Seth are like, "Oh, we can't go to our party, <laughs> frig." Uh, time for us to be responsible adults, <laughs> us sixteen-year-olds. Um, so we have a really cool shot where we see Marissa and Summer's reflection in the elevator doors as they ride up the elevator in the plaza. Yeah. Like, oh, it's pretty cool. Summer mirrors what um, Haley says, and I'm like, oh, that's like a sign. It's a bad idea. Yeah, don't go to this party. Don't. Don't. Uh, don't. Then Summer describes what Seth is probably doing at that moment, which is exactly what he was doing, including the ninja pirate game. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, Anna yeah. runs over because she's so excited that she sees people she knows. 
Yeah, so her parents know the parents of the person who's throwing the party. And Marissa says, oh, you know Bolivar. <laughs> she goes, what did you say? <laughs> and then Marissa just flits off to see Bolivar. Oh, no, Bolivar arrives. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that's not sus- – because Summer is generally, like, the queen of being on it. Yeah, this is, like, super suspicious and, spoiler alert, doesn't come up for the rest of the episode. Nope. Anna has, Anna has like, left a clue and was like, nah, I don't care anymore. We'll, we'll pick that up later, guys. There's <laughs> maybe, a whole second half of the season. Yeah, maybe this will come up later. Because there's still, like, 11 episodes left. Yeah. Freaking uh, Bolivar. Freaking Bolivar. Okay, but so Bol- – Sorry, the – Bolivar grabs Marissa and does not let her go for the rest of the episode. Because they have to have virgin mojitos. And they have to talk about... All he wants to talk about... Pseudo-nonsense. All he wants to talk about is issues. He continually is like, we both have issues. You have issues. I have issues. I understand you because you have issues and I have issues. And and that means we both have issues. He jokes about her issues and his issues, but it's her, like... I don't think he knows her well enough to do that. You don't know if she's okay with it. You don't actually know what her issues are because she has not actually said them to you. You're just assuming stuff. We'll get back to Bolivar. Bolivar. But back to party... Okay, we have to. We have to talk okay, this party so time. the first party, ha- like the party at the Cohen house, has to be party Alpha, right? Okay, is yeah, that the Alpha yeah, party? Yeah, no, I say that. I say that is the Alpha party. Okay, and, and then we have Bolivar's party, which I think we was called Bolivar's party. Bolivar's party, and then we have the party that uh, Kiki and Sandy go to, which the, we'll get to. Yeah, then we have the surprise party. So, back at party Alpha. Seth and Ryan argue over who will stop the party, and <laughs> Seth says everything except for. Oh, Ryan, you're the lead of the show. You should probably go, like, and tell... You're the primary character. Yeah. You you should tell Haley that, you know, this, this party needs to stop. You are second credited after my parents, so <laughs> that, in fact, makes you the third parent. <laughs> Which is not inaccurate. It's not untrue. <laughs> Poor Seth. Poor Seth. And Ryan... Is like like this is this is what we kept on saying he's being so put upon this episode, but he keeps being like smarmy and like fun. He's like, okay, I can't win this argument. I'll go end this party because I got to go see my girlfriend. <laughs> so he goes up and he tries to end the party, but he overhears that Haley owes some random girl three thousand dollars. Cammy. Which is not that much money in the All, grand scheme of also things. Also, doesn't actually mean anything. Nope. In the end of it. Nope. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, so she, like, like owes money, but, like, she, but, like, they're talking to this person, like, well, why did you come? It's like, well, you know how to throw a party. Everyone always talks about how Nally knows how to throw a party. As far as I can tell, she's not throwing this party. No. She literally said to people, hey, come to this house and bring your riot with you. <laughs> just made it this is not even a party she gave a location the best part is there's at one point this guy's like whoa skinny dipping and i'm like why 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 are you doing that skinny you don't shout it it's not a thing you do in public the whole point of skinny dipping is that you're like getting away with something yeah yeah and so like ryan you know threatens to call the police and then and... Haley calls ryan a narc and ryan's like yes i have justice <laughs> also I'm on probation, and I'm yeah. sure somehow this is going to put me in jail. This is going to be my fault. <laughs> this is why he wants to be on the phone, to be like, hello, police. My name is Ryan, Ryan Atwood. Please record, please record that I am reporting this party. My name I is- am, in fact, not a participant, Ryan Atwood. My name is not Ryan Atwood, and this is not my fault. 
So we uh, we we do um, head over to Sandy and Kirsten, and Kirsten keeps on being about like, oh, what if we're boring? And I'm like, once again, adopted. Yeah, adopted a child. You've done not a your lot. Father. You've done a lot of stuff that's not boring. Not boring. But and Sandy also is like humoring her, but he also does not think they're boring. Yeah, yeah. He goes like real wild by not following the GPS. Well, he, well he's, he's showing her this. Like, 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 is is this what you want us to be like? Like, like what do you mean by you want us to be? crazy and what yeah. what she eventually decides is let's skip the dinner instead of go straight to the party and he's like okay okay so they go to the party and <laughs> immediately find out because one of the noopsies well, is it, there well, it looks boring yep and they're like this is, this is a bunch of middle-aged <laughs> couples this sitting around Haley's rager what's going on here and overruns a noopsie named taryn <laughs> her name Great is name. earth <laughs> her name is Earth. Yeah. Yeah, like Tara. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. So Earth reveals right away. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a swinger party. No pretense. Yeah. Whoever gets Sandy is going to be real lucky. She hopes maybe it's her. I mean, she's not wrong. She's, she's not wrong. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a full-blown swinger party. And all Sandy wants <laughs> is deviled eggs. He just wants dinner. <laughs> just wants dinner. So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking today? Well, even though we're in a hotel room, I did not order some room service, which I should have done. Why didn't I think of no, that? You just brought your own drink <laughs> I in. I just brought my own drink in. Um, and it was challenging to open. It, 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 had a, it had a fun puzzle we had to figure out. So, you think you open a beer like you would open any can. With a tab, you pop out the Yeah, and then you yeah, drink yeah. out of the hole. No, this opened like a can. It's like a soup, like a soup can. Yeah, like Chef Boyardee. Yeah, you pull off the top. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, I don't think I can drink this out <laughs> no, of here. I, I feel like I might cut my lips. So I've taken a uh, very small glass from this hotel room, mm-hmm. and I am pouring the beer into it very slowly. That now, beer is... This is a Big Rock beer. It is the Wonder Beer Dunkelwiesen. So it looks like a dark beer. But it's wheat. It is not heavy. It is very delicious. It has a low malt. It has, like, the lowest IBU ever, like, 15.5. That's, like, you would see on, like, like a Pilsner or something. Like, this is a dark-colored but light-tasting wheat ale. Um, tasting notes. There are five malts made of an equal blend of wheat and barley come together in this Bavarian-style ale. Ooh, traditional German. With notes of caramel and chocolate, how our brewmaster has crafted a dark beer that tastes so light, it's a wonder. And wonder is spelled the German way. Ooh. That's clever. With the U? With the U. All right. Yeah, I'm just preparing for Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up. Coming up in the end of September. Actually, Oktoberfest might be in October this year. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Great work, calendar. (laughs) Good job, time. (laughs) Uh, so, Kevin, would you like some Wonder Beer? No, you, you know, you went through all that effort to open it. I don't want to take any away from you. All right, well, I'll just pour some more into my glass here. All right. So, back at the swingers party. Well, I think the best way maybe to do this is what if we take it by party by party? Yeah, because they cut back and forth a ton. But they're all super separated, yeah. like, storylines. There's no communication between all these people. So, I'm going to say we do the swingers party, yeah. Bolivar's party, and end with Alpha Party. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Alpha Party sort of will sweep back yeah, in the other ones. 
Alva Party involves the main character. Yeah. So. So we're at the swingers party, and it, things are swinging. And Kiki, so first, Sandy's kind of like, oh, we can take off. We can still get our dinner reservation. You well, proved Sa- we're cool. Well, Sandy's like definitely kind of like making fun of her by being like, <laughs> you brought us to a swingers party. And then she dares him to stay. And he's like, oh. all right. Well, well, no one ever said that Sandy was a chicken. So he like, he takes his watch over to the watch yeah. bucket. And he, like, dangles it over, and he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And Kirsten's like, do it. So he does. Yeah. And then he talks to a pretty lady, (laughs) and Earth tries to convince Kiki that her marriage sucks. Earth? Earth Bolivar Trasks Kiki. Yeah, she sure does. This episode has three parties and three Bolivar Trasks. It's full of Bolivar Trasks. With so many Bolivars. Guys, maybe you have a Bolivar Trask in your life. You should look out for him. He's everywhere. <laughs> look to your left. Look to your right. If me of them is Bolivar Trask, you're Bolivar Trask. It's <laughs> 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 extra for Peter Dinklage. I feel like this character sticks around for a long time. <laughs> okay. So Tara convinces her that her... What marriage is in a rut, and that they need excitement, and yeah. that echoes a lot what Haley said. And then Kurt, I don't know exactly what changes Kirsten's mind, other than the, the fact for some reason her mind is super malleable. This episode, well, it's like she feels like she has to defend herself. Yeah, and then while she defends herself, she's like, "Wait a second, all of my arguments are correct." <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you. Fine, fine. I'll have sex with a stranger. I'll let my husband have sex with a stranger. We'll all have sex. Except for, we're not strangers. You know these people. Yeah, you know Earth. <laughs> you know Earth. And then she looks over and she sees Sandy talking to a very pretty dark-haired woman. Yeah. But he is clearly just trying to get a rise out of Kiki. Yeah. Well, because they- later when Kiki's talking to the, um, the, bird, <laughs> the bird scientist, <laughs> he's, he's like, hey, so can we go now? Like, like we've proven our point, <laughs> Look, right? Look, we've done our thing. Let's leave. It's like, no, no, we're going to do this. He's a bird scientist. Look at how handsome he is. And Sandy's like, but look at how flippy my hair is this episode. Like, like let's just go home. And, at this point, and he just wants dinner. Like, yeah. he's looking for deviled eggs. I'm just, I'm just, at this point, he's just hungry and tired. And he just, he doesn't want to have sex with anyone. No, nope. I like how essentially their party is them playing sex chicken. Yep. Yeah. And it turns out that eventually... Sandy pulls the pin in a very sweet way in that he somehow steals his watch back. Yeah, he gets he gets his watch back out of the uh back out of the jar. So, no one noticed that he had stolen his watch back, which okay, yeah, there's a lot of chaos at the party, no one's looking. But then as that clear bowl becomes empty, no one realizes the amount of watches is disproportionate to the amount of people there. Well, by the end everyone's sort of busy. But, like, the woman who pulled the last watch should have realized that there was four people in the room and only one watch. I feel like there's a – I feel like there's, like, like – look, you don't question things at a sex party, I imagine. Maybe they have, like, an unspoken rule that if people, like, get chicken, yeah. they don't talk about it. Well, probably. And so she's just not sure which man she'll end up with. Uh, Aaron. 
Yeah. I've never been to a swingers party. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, so is the premise of this that they all pull a watch, then just go find a random spot in the house to have sex in? Because there's not that many bedrooms. I'm hoping they've all booked hotel rooms. And they're just going to go to that hotel room? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to leave. So they've all booked hotel rooms, and they're going to go to the room <laughs> that the man and the couple has booked. So they're just all going to abandon the house. <laughs> yes. So really, Kiki and Sandy they probably just, just raided all the cupboards, ate their pizza, <laughs> and then left. <laughs> robbed all the stuff and left. <laughs> they just wanted the food. You remember how they were going to go to dinner first, Aaron? Yeah. Can you imagine if they got there any, like... like any they, later? They, they, like, because they were just getting to dinner, and they got there just the party was starting. If they had gone to dinner, they would have gone there as... Just as they were pulling... <laughs> as the sex watches were being pulled. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I'm just going to say, Haley's plan is somewhat short-sighted. There's I ma- mean, she wants to embarrass them, I guess. Because, like... like well, it's I weird. I think she honestly expected them to go to the dinner. Mm-hmm. So that would... Cause and then she just wanted them to go to the party to, like, slightly prolong the dinner. Haley's plan is... Ap- Haley, in this episode, makes no sense. How does she know about the swingers' dinner? Yeah, for old ladies. Yeah, how, how did she How did she have the in into the noopsies to know that there was a swingers' party going on? Because I don't think those are open invitations. Yeah, it's not like today where she could go on, like, Reddit and be like, <laughs> swingers' parties in the OC and find one. Like, she can't go on the deep web. The yeah. deep web didn't exist. And then, like, so... She wants to. She wants them out of the house. Yeah, but like this won't get them out of the house. Well, I mean, she I expects them to go to the party. Yeah, I just want to go to the dinner and then go to the party and just be like, oh, whoop, everyone's having sex. But I feel like they'd be home sooner. So why wouldn't she convince them to go to the dinner and then go to like a party at the Newport Club or something? Like, uh, who knows? I we'll, mean, we'll, storyline. We that's will why. talk about. We'll talk about Haley when we get to the mm-hmm, alpha mm-hmm, party. But mm-hmm. for now, let's go to. The Bolivar party. At the Bolivar party, Bolivar is just continually manipulating Marissa everywhere. Marissa eats lime. <laughs> yeah, she eats the limes that are supposed to be used to prepare the mochitos. Just straight eats a lime. And he's like, he offers her the drink before he tells her it's non-alcoholic. Yep. Like, it's... It, 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 I, it, ex- it, this entire episode, I expected him to douse her with alcohol. Like, later, he's like, oh, I'll go get another drink. Do you want one? And I was like, no, Marissa, you go with him. He is going to bring you back an alcoholic mojito. And then somehow, Bolivar has to have, like, some sort of eyes on her through his, like, sentinels or something. Because he knows exactly what she's going through. I mean, yeah. I, I guess she sort of, like, gives it away. And he, like, he's... Yeah, when he when she's like, oh, it, just because I'm not drinking doesn't mean you can't. And then he's like, no, I, too, am an alcoholic. 11 months recovered. And you're well, like, are you Bolivar? Are you? And then, and then late, then later, uh, when they're talking about like Natalie, and mm. she asks him like, "Do you love her?" He's like, and he'd be like, oh, "That's a weird question to ask." And he's like, mm, mm. "How can I use this?" <laughs> Perhaps you are having problems with this as well. I am a sociopath, after all. I, I know these things. I understand human emotions. <laughs> Or in I an, compre- in an academic compre- sense. Yes, I comprehend human emotions without understanding them myself, for I do not feel them. <laughs> and, like, it's just every time he talks about it, I'm like, I am – like, Natalie is a fake person. <laughs> Natalie be- does not exist. <laughs> to be fair, I also don't think you exist, Bolivar Chats, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> oh, he is definitely not the person he says he is. Yeah. I don't even know if his name is Bolivar. It's probably, like, Joey. <laughs> or Oliver. <laughs> Can I just say, and this is like neither here nor there, but a non-alcoholic mojito is just soda water, simple syrup, 
with some mint and limes in it. Yeah. The point I, of a mojito is for the extra flavor the alcohol gives. Yeah, I don't know if they have a way to replace it or he was just straight up lying to her. Like, you know, like a Mai Tai or like also, a fuzzy he, al- navel, Also, I every guess. time he says mojito, he's like, hey, I'll get you another mojito. Like, he gives it, he gives it some stank on it. Because it's fun to say. <sighs> There's also another storyline at the Bolivar party, and that's that Summer and Anna are having their Summer and Anna problems. So a man who we come to know as <laughs> Alan. Oh, I thought his name was Alec. Aaron, we are going to have another chip chat situation here. <laughs> yes, okay. we don't know back. We went, we, okay, Aaron, <laughs> we went with Chip for mine so he can be Alec. Great. So Alec from, from Tulsa. Oh, no, I wrote Toledo. You're probably right. It's probably Tulsa. <laughs> oh, no. What? No one will ever know now. Alec is very forgettable. So Alec smiles at them. But unfortunately, they're both sitting there together. And they both smile back. Yeah. and eye lines are hard. And they go along the way sort of being like, oh, no, like, no oh, it's he me. Likes you. Well, no, you. They, they, they have one exchange where it's like, oh, me, me. They're yeah. like, no, no, it's, it's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. Until Summer's like, we can't do this again. And then I assume blacks out. And then she rage blackouts and drags Anna over. And Anna's like, no. You. Who are you smiling at? And, and poor Alec. is like, you're both pretty. You're both pretty. No. You choose. And he's like, uh, 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 And then she's like, I can't go through this again with some stranger. He's like, I don't. I, I'm Alec from Tulsa. <laughs> I don't want to, uh, You're both so pretty. And then essentially what happens is Summer can't do this. Sorry, not Summer. Anna can't do this. Yeah. Or isn't going to do this or, like, whatever. So she hands Alec from Tulsa over to Summer and sort of wanders well, through the party. I don't know if... Well, well let's continue on, continue on the party. Okay. It's, it, 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 there it, there it, could be another... Yeah. It carries on, like... like yeah. We could say more stuff, but it, doesn't, it really just carry, carries on like that. Bolivar yeah. does his... Thing to Marissa to like yeah he does his his pseudo intellectualism she Which talks about how so she so annoying she talks about how she really wants Ryan to be there yeah they talk about Natalie a lot yeah yeah um fake Natalie is at well, a fake university being yeah. fake older than him so it's she's a, not actually older well, yeah so he so he's failed school a few times yes. and so he's actually like the age you would be if you're going in the first year of exactly yeah yeah great. Thanks, psychoanalysm. Yeah, yeah. and now he's like a long distance thing, like whatever. She doesn't love him, or maybe she does. She doesn't want to be in a relationship. But and he loves like, her. He can admit his love. He's like implying that Ryan maybe also doesn't want to be in a relationship. So maybe Marissa should see the man who knows how to love, Bolivar Trask. <laughs> Me, Bolivar Trask. I know love. <laughs> designer of sentinels (laughs) an enemy of the x-men who no don't worry about the last part don't worry it's a good thing that ryan's not a mutant exactly otherwise he would be hunting Mm, him down even more hate ryan pulver already hates ryan let's be real (laughs) never even met him but i was want to hate him so back at party alpha well hang on we do end with the summer because summer eventually is like anna it might be alec she kisses him at midnight, but it doesn't look like it's Alec, honestly. It I like... think it probably was, or there was another guy she talked to, and they just cut that scene out. I mean, we only really see him from, like, the back, and but we all... Ah, who she knows? She ends up kissing 
a dark haired man yeah. at midnight and then steps away and says, you're not Seth Cohen. And he says, what? And she says, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. Meanwhile, Anna had left earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. now the alpha party or the riot. <laughs> Back at the riot, Haley locks the boys in the pool house so the they po- won't stop the party. <laughs> the pool house locks from outside. Which is insane. That's where Ryan lives. That's so unsafe. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Ryan can be locked into his home. And he can't unlock it from the inside, which is nuts. There's no way that's how that's designed. It's absolutely incredible. And then this is followed up by the greatest sequence of events ever because Ryan says everything that I always say about the pool house. Because Seth is freaking out, Aaron. Seth is claustrophobic. He's going to have a panic attack. He's hyperventilating. There's no air left. Ryan's like... This place is a kitchen and a bathroom. This is huge. <laughs> Three of the walls are windows. I live here. This is... Seth. <laughs> We're fine. Deal with it. And Seth ends up just like lying like flat back on the floor, just hyperventilating, breathing, breathing into, into, a, into bag. a bag. And then they, they have a nice talk about feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's no real jokes here. It's a pretty honest it's pretty scene. It's pretty sweet. Um, I feel mostly bad because because Marissa's been kind of a jerk to Ryan. And he's trying so hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's like, yeah. well, Marissa won't wait for me to get over my stuff. I guess I'll have to get over my stuff alone. I'll well, just no, use wait. my willpower. Wait, not alone. With his true best friend. His Seth. true love. His true love, Seth. Seth. We both looked to the floor and, like, patted the empty floor Because that's where us. Seth is. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the party, Haley realizes that she actually does need their help well, because someone even worse than Cammy has arrived. No, 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 no. It is Cammy who's there. Oh, that's right. The yeah. other girl was talking about Cammy. Yeah, the other yeah. girl was the one that she owed money to, but she was like, man, if Cammy knew you were here, then Cammy gets there. And they're scared. And Haley, yeah, Haley gets Haley's with the entire party just walking around. She's not drunk. She's not partying. No, no. Yeah, she's just walking from place to place. Every so often she, like, talks to someone then keeps on going yeah, like, before the conversation yeah. even ends. Party. Great. Yeah. So, but, but now Cammy and some tough ladies are there. And we're supposed to be scared, despite the fact we've seen a real gun on this show. <laughs> Numerous times. Like, why Why are we scared of Cammy? Yeah. Who is Cammy? What is she going to do? Yeah, Haley says she's going to kill her, but, like, there are no stakes. The don't stakes know. don't exist. But Haley is frightened, so she does the only thing she can do. <laughs> goes to find teenagers. Because the teenagers will help her. <laughs> this is a full-grown adult <laughs> who goes to find some teenagers to help her out. And guess what? The teenagers do help her out. Well, not immediately. The best thing Seth can do, though, is wreck a party. Yeah. Well, also, first Ryan's like, she's like, okay, you actually, you actually do need to help me. And Ryan's like, You no. locked us in a pool house. No. I'm I'm going to leave. Yeah, I need to go talk to my girlfriend. But but she was, she's like, well, but I mean the house. And he's like, ah, oh, damn it. Oh, I care about my adopted parents. I do like this. And how do they get them out there, Aaron? They turn the lights off and say the cops are coming. You know, it's something that an adult could have done. <laughs> yeah. Something, that, a something full, that Haley could have done. Something that a fully grown adult woman could have done. Yeah, there's no hijinks. We don't even see it happen. We just see them, like, standing by the door, like... All right, everyone out. Like, sna- Presum- you know, wiping their hands off, Presumably, like, job well done. including the da- quote-unquote dangerous people. Yeah, when he was like, oh, no, look. The police cut the lights. She was like, oh, man. oh I got to go. <laughs> I better get out of here. Let's go riot somewhere else. I mean, I know that I was, I really wanted to kill that woman, but I guess I'll just do it another time. <laughs> Maybe they were like, you know, 
there's a model home down the way. That's a pretty good place <laughs> to party. We should go burn down that model home. And everyone was like, oh, fire. Yeah. <laughs> I like fire. Fire I'm... bad. Tree pretty. Good. So I want to talk a little bit, Aaron. What, what was Haley's, like, plan for why she was there? She never asked them for money. Nope. She... Did not enjoy her party. Yeah, all she seemed to want to do was go to their house, get them all out of the house, and have a New Year's party. Which, was that her goal, was to have a New Year's party? Maybe she's been having a rough time and she just wanted to feel like the person she used to be. But then it didn't work for her. No. So then the teenagers had to save her. Yeah, because, because well, Ryan has to run off. He has yeah. to run off into the night. And there's some, like, really good, like, traffic hijinks where he's stuck in traffic. Will he make it? <laughs> Well, yeah, this is a TV show. He's going to yeah. make it. But but while that's going on, Sandy and Kirsten, because Haley did not do a good job of... Her plan. She, they get yeah, home while she's also, still cleaning up. And I don't know why she had to get rid of those people. She could have just waited for Sandy and Kirsten to get home. Like, she wasn't trying... She didn't get cleaned up. She wasn't trying to hide the party. So why didn't she just call her sister? Yeah, like, she does a lot of, like... It's like she she was fine with the party being discovered, Except for she kind of was up. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know. what. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure she'll be in the next episode because her story seems unfinished. <laughs> Although the show is bad for that. Like, remember Caleb's girlfriend? Yeah. The hot grandma? Yeah. She yeah. got out of there. She's disappeared. Uh, I don't think Haley knows what she wants. I think Haley is more damaged than she's letting us on. And maybe she, too, should go to therapy. Yeah. And then maybe she can meet Bolivar Trask and they can just walk off into the sunset together. Good. Two Bolivers together. Two Bolivers together. Uh, but Kirsten finds that she unleashes like 14 episodes of frustration <laughs> upon Haley. And Haley's like, oh, just the party got out of hand. I the party don't... immediately got out of hand. Yeah, it was out of hand before it started. <laughs> there was never hand for it to be in. Nope. It was just a bleeding stump. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the party began. It's true. So, yeah, <laughs> this... All then, felt very unfinished. And then Haley doesn't even clean up. She just storms the, off. The last thing that, like, Sandy gives a good, like, hard Sandy look at her. Yeah. And is like, when I wake up tomorrow, my house better be clean. And she's like, I'm going to bed. And guess who cleans? It's, Seth Cohen. It's Seth and Kirsten. No, no, Seth. It's Seth. It's all yeah, Seth. It's all Seth. No, he's who walking. cleans, Aaron? Well, I mean. They, no, no, you do see him. Yeah, Seth. Yeah. Seth cleans So up. Seth cleans at least some. Yeah. Because he walks on down their driveway dragging their garbage bins because I guess garbage pickup happens on New Year's Day in I mean, the it's, OC. F- it's full. They're not going to like – like it's not – yeah. It's it's not going to be anywhere else. But like – I don't know. I guess there's no animals there because I was going to be like in Kimberly. Yeah. You're not allowed to put out your garbage at the end of your driveway the night before. Oh, because the animals get it. Because the animals get it. Well, so you have to put it out the morning. Well, that's because Kimberly's in the wilderness. But, like, the OC maybe has raccoons. Yep. But then we have uh, Anna, who, as you remember, left the party. And has walked to their house. Anna does what Anna does best, which is she just swoops in. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, Summer was momentarily distracted. Time for Anna to shine. (laughs) Yeah. So they had this, like, big sad thing where it's like, oh, no, no, it's this thing. They're both very clearly, you know, in love with Seth. And Anna's just kind of like, what if I just go? Summer seems vaguely distracted by Alec from Tulsa. <laughs> I guess I'll, I guess I'll just, I'll just go over there and kiss him a bunch. And then he's mine. 
And then she does that. Yeah. Go over there and kiss him a yeah. bunch. Everyone sexy kisses. It's like Sandy and Kirsten sexy kiss. It's like <laughs> the entire thing was that, you know, um, uh, Seth kind of well, he didn't want to choose between them, so he chose to try to have them both be his friends. And then Anna was just like, nah. I choose now. I choose me. I am the captain. I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I don't understand how she got there. She walked there, I guess? I think she has a car. Okay. Because like, Ryan to have, gets stuck in traffic. She had to have gotten to the Four Seasons. Right. So I And she knew no one there. Yeah, it was a bad New Year's choice. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and we also never get the resolution of, is Bolivar doing something? Who knows? We'll Who figure knows? it out. Bolivar's doing something. We'll figure it out later. We know he's the part season back half villain. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But but Ryan had to get to the party. Well, Anna was leaving. He had to get get there. But there's traffic. And, and then he runs elevator. into the lobby and it's confusing. And then the elevator is moderately slow. And by moderately, <laughs> I mean it's not there immediately when he presses the button. So rather than waiting for the elevator, he decides to run up a lot of stairs. And the stairs are not right next to the elevator. He has to run to somewhere else to the stairs. <laughs> and then he runs up those as the countdown goes. And things go in slow motion. And then he goes in fast motion. And then he goes in slow motion. Yeah. And countdown and all of Bolivar and Melissa, Melissa and Marissa, Marissa are holding champagne glasses full of water and he steps in front of her and he goes three two and there's Ryan yeah he um he hits that door hard enough that I'm amazing it just breaks it like he, <laughs> he comes in there break it down sw- sweaty and tired and he looks to the left looks to the right immediately his gaze lands on Marissa and her face just lights up like the sun <laughs> And then they kiss. And Bolivar is there. And Bolivar's not upset by it. He's like, I've done my deed. <laughs> we'll see. I have laid the seeds of my growth. They're coming. Soon. Soon is time for Bolivar Trask. <laughs> Soon, my sentinels, you will rise. <laughs> oh, and Ryan loves Marissa. He says it poorly, but he says it. Well, you know, he, he's getting over a lot of stuff. He's not even going to therapy. I know. He's just dealing. <laughs> if anyone needs therapy, the kid... You know what? Why didn't Kristen and Sandy get him some therapy? This kid with, like, rampant abandoned issues. I like, to, mis- I like to imagine, because Sandy looked at him and was like, this kid's going to do fine. Like, he's going to go through some hard roughs, but this kid's, like, he's... He'll process it. He'll yeah. learn and grow. And, and you know what? They're not wrong. They're he not does. wrong. He does learn and grow. Uh, this is where, you know, Summer has her whole kisses Alan yeah. thing. And also, uh, Sandy and Kirsten also sexy kiss. Well, well, Sandy found the threesome in his bed. <laughs> yeah. So Sandy, well, well, Kirsten's blowing up at Haley. Sandy's Sand- replacing the bed sheets. Yeah, Sandy had discovered a threesome in his bed. Which he did not like. Which means, he, which means there's an entire missing scene where Sandy went... <laughs> You guys gotta go, and I need to change. I need to burn everything. This house needs to be burned to the ground. You need to all leave. <laughs> and I'm like, that kind of undercuts the romance with the image of the set. He was like, gotta change the sex sheets. At least he gets the new sheets on before Kirsten walks out in a very, very pretty yeah. uh, camisole dress. So, so you got. Negligee. So you got Marissa and Ryan sexy kissing. You yep. got Sandy and Kirsten sexy kissing. You got Anna and Seth sexy kissing. And you have Summer sad kissing. <laughs> Summer sad kissing. And uh, that's... Oliver plotting for the future. Yeah. And but that's it. That's New Year's in the OC. <laughs> that's, that's, that's when New Year's will be every year in the OC. Yes. 
Actually, I'm, uh, I'm sure it some, is. Some, some, some variation, the, the variation of, that. of that. Yeah. So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. Throughout this episode, you think you found yourself in uh, a uh, no-see moment, (laughs) a CW moment. I sure did. Uh, Um, For those of you who are new to our podcast, a CW moment is a moment where the episode chooses to forget about logic in favor of drama. mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there are not a few. Yeah. There are a lot in this episode. This, uh, This episode is rife with, we wanted plot to happen. But I think this is only a tiny CW moment. Yeah. But the reason I picked it as my CW moment is because it did not need to happen. It was like 30 seconds of film. Yeah. It didn't really do anything. Yeah. It was when Ryan got stuck in traffic on the way to the party. <laughs> it, it is pure drama. Pure drama. Yeah. It added nothing to the story at Which, all. Here's the thing. Okay, maybe it's different down in Newport. I find that like midnight on the roads on New Year's are not busy. Nope. Do you want to know why? Because everyone's inside. Exactly. 11 p.m., busy because people are trying to get to the yeah. perfect place for the party. 1 a.m., busy because people are going home. But at midnight, who is on the road? Yeah. Other than maybe there's just a whole bunch of people trying to get to their loves before <laughs> midnight. Maybe that's everyone exodusing the sex party, trying to get to the Four Seasons, which is where they all booked their rooms. <laughs> God, that, that I meant that to be very awkward. Like, uh, so where I, do I, you go? Yeah, just, <laughs> thankfully this this uh, this house has twenty seven bedrooms, so everyone can find one to this sex in. This is why in. we always have our party here. Yeah, that, that they mentioned that one woman who hosted the party got first pull. That's why she hosts it. She built a house specifically for sex parties. This is my sex party house. Welcome, newbies. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, do you have a CW moment? I do. And I decided my CW moment was the arrival of Cam- the arrival of Cammy. Pretty much Haley's entire like deal. Mm. And I the reason I picked that specific moment because it is the crescendo of her deal. Because her deal is so weird. Yeah. 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 And it's it it's weird because it gives her a plot that doesn't get resolved. It's just like Ryan getting stuck in traffic. It's yeah. drama for pure drama's sake. Yeah, like, you know, you know, I'm willing to rescind the CW moment if in another episode we get more of her, like, what she's got going on. Yeah. But for this entire episode, Haley's entire purpose is to just, like, cause mayhem. Which is not bad as a character trope, but it seemed... So weird, especially once again when Cammy showed up. It was like, yeah. yeah, I'll kill her, and then never seen again. Nothing happened. Like I, all I, that had to happen was the children turned off the lights. Yeah, like I thought maybe after like Ryan left and it was Seth and Haley, Cammy would be there or something. Yeah. Because why would she leave? <laughs> why was she like, oh, the police? Yeah, I better go. She's been there for a grand total of. Five minutes. And she arrived specifically to confront Haley. Because she knows Haley is there. And all that happened were the lights went off. And a teenager told her the cops are coming. <laughs> and she was like, I guess I better go. And not follow up on that at all. I mean, let's retcon this. Maybe that's not what actually happened. Maybe Ryan pulled some, like, real the OC-ish. <laughs> and they couldn't tell Haley that because well, she I mean, doesn't he, know he's the OC. I mean, he knocked out Cammy. Oh, yeah. And then he, like, carried her off into the night. And everyone was like, we better follow. <laughs> he, did, he did the Batman thing where he hung her by the ankles. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, where's the Batman? <laughs> like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. We fixed the episode. 
And if you like that episode, you should uh, give us a rating, review, a subscription. You can do it on Apple Podcasts. Or whatever your podcast listening device of choice is. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also hit us up on some social medias or email. We're super easy to contact. It is always Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA. Yeah, and we got a we if you remember last week, we asked people to tell us about their shoes and we we got responses. We got one from uh, Suriname, which is so cool. Who told us that shoes off. Shoes off. Shoes slippers, off. Slippers on. So I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, slippers cuz sometimes it gets cold. Yeah, it's and sometimes like that. But like your outside shoes for outside stuff, what happened at the 40th parallel? Why has the Americas <laughs> chosen to keep their shoes on? And I I've been at this Ryan conference all weekend, and I bring up that topic a lot. <laughs> and do all of your writers agree? Shoes off. Shoes off. Like we're shoes in off our, inside. We're in a hotel room in a right hotel now, room. and I, our shoes are off. Yeah, I'll say that I wear I wear my shoes more, more in a hotel room. Like I'll walk to the bed and take them off at the bed. Or like if I'm going to go sit at the couch, I will sit at the yeah. couch and take my shoes off. But then when I'm sitting on the couch, shoes off. <laughs> but at a certain point, the shoes come off. Shoes off, guys. Shoot, take your shoes off. Take your shoes off. <sighs> and you have a show coming up. I do. So for those of you in the Calgary area, I wrote a play. I wrote a play with um, seven of my nearest and dearest theater friends. Last fall, last summer, my friend Claire and I went to an audition and we showed up at the audition ready and excited to play a female lead. And five of our friends were there for the exact same role. And we were like, this is a problem with theater. We should like create something where we can uh, all be in it. And we're not all fighting for the same thing. So we wrote a play called, called Porcelain Dolls. It is opening in Calgary this August. We do shows August 24th through 26th and August 31st through September 2nd over at the Evergreen Theater and Community Spaces. If you go to fullcircletheater.ca, that is full circle theater, theater spelled the Canadian way with the R-E dot C-A, you can come see our show. It's a great price. It's $20. Or if you're a student, senior, or a struggling artist who maybe doesn't have a real full-time job, you only have to pay $15. Um, so come see us if you're yeah. in Calgary. It's awesome. We would really appreciate the support for local arts. Yeah, it'd be a good show. And let us know if you uh, if you came because of the podcast. We'd love to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tell us our reach. <laughs> What else will Haley bring down on the Coens? What is Bolivar Trask planning for Marissa? What will happen next in the adventures of Chip and Alec, Summer's one-shot loves? Answers to all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast?